Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinya Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. So now, man of God, we've, we've, we've seen the regular or the normal the day. The regular normal day. Then we've seen the, the long day. We have seen the day of Christ. The day of Christ. Now let's go into the next one. It is called the day of the Lord. <laughs> Pastor Ben, the Lord's day is different from the day. The Lord's day regulated by the Spirit. The day of the Lord. That one. Before we go there, that is the more reason why I took my time not to teach on the details of the tribulation until I have taught on the Lord's day. Otherwise, I'm so sure 50% of the viewers cannot listen to what I'm about to share. I'm so sure. I'm not even talking about young believers. I'm talking about men in the faith. They can't take it. Because this is the reason. Listen, please listen. I beg your pardon to listen. Listen. Listen, sir. Listen, madam. The Lord's day in the book of Amos, we are never as Christians to focus on the Lord's day. But when you go to church, lots of the time, that is what. In 365 days or 52 weeks, when you go to lots of churches, I bet you, about 25 Sundays, the man of God will be talking about the Lord's Day. The Lord's Day. Every Sunday, the Lord's Day. But hear what the Bible says in the book of Amos. He said, woe unto you that desire the Lord's Day. The day of the Lord, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That is the next day we are dealing yes. with, not the Lord's, Lord's day. day. The, the Lord's day. day is the day that is regulated by the, the Spirit. Spirit. But now we have moved from the normal day, the Lord's day, the day of Christ, and we have now plunged into the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. And he said, woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? There are many believers every day. The day of the Lord. The day. What, what will he bring you? The day of the Lord. What will he bring you? He said, the word of God is actually asking this He's question. He's asking you a question. And he said, woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. There are people, for instance, about two weeks ago, when we started on the message of the rapture, yes. and we're talking, people said, so what will happen to sinners? What will happen to sinners? I was like, you see it. When we are talking about the riches and the blessedness of our estate, their minds go to the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. Now, man, man of God, the regular person who goes to church cannot be faulted. <laughs> Probably you, you got born again hearing a message that is centered on the day of the Lord. Yes. That there's a certain impending judgment. Yes. For most believers, we came born again to escape 
a certain judgment. <laughs> that was to come. <laughs> now, one thing that is said around, oh, churches of, churches of today, they are not preaching the true gospel. <laughs> you know, today when you go to church, the only thing they are talking about is oh, you know, prosperity and all that. They are not talking, they, they they are are not not talking about the judgment. God's judgment. <laughs> you know, so you come into a certain place of dissonance. Now, for the typical evangelist, his ministry, and his preaching, if you're an evangelist, your evangelism is to the unreached, not to the reached. Wait, so man of God, there's a message to the unreached? There is a message to the unreached, and there is a message to the reached. So the message that we preach, let's say, at a crusade, for people who are unreached, it's not the same message that should be preached in a believer's meeting. No. Not at all. But they are all the word of God. No. We will not be right. The word of God has dimensions. You have to rightly divide the word of truth. You have to know your audience and you have to know what to tell them. You so, cannot pick up a textbook meant for class two and bring it to a university civil engineering class. They will all walk out and leave you. Because what you are trying to teach them is not meant for them. If they are wise, they should walk out and leave you. Because what you are trying to say is not meant for them. You see why I said the premise? Yes. From the beginning, there are private questions with private answers. And today I'm dealing with the private matters of the kingdom. So somebody might say, no, 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 no. it's okay. I begin to talk in parables. Wonderful. Woe unto you mm -hmm. that desire the day of the Lord. To what end? To what end is it for you? What do you seek to gain from you it? Every day. That is what you desire. The day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness. It's not light. <laughs> and you, you are in the light. Let me show you one message of the day of the Lord. Jesus is coming as a thief. Any preacher who announces to believers, Jesus is coming as a thief. The whole church should wake up and say, want you that desire the day of the hmm. Lord? To what end is it for you? Because when you read the scriptures, Paul, Peter, all of them were emphatic. They said, for the day of the Lord is going to come like a thief in the night. For you, for yourselves know perfectly uh -huh. that the day of the Lord. You know perfectly. These were things that the believers in the days of the apostles knew perfectly. They were not confusing them. That the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief, as a thief in the night. In the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden distraction cometh upon them. Travail. Now, do you see what we did yes. on Thursday? Yes. The moment you hear travail, yes. you should know he's coming to talk about what? Tribulation. tribulation. But the bad pangs, which are the beginning of sorrows towards the tribulation. Yes. So, if you don't understand how the word of God chooses words, we must understand how the words are chosen. Mm. That is what will make you a master of the word. The word of God will position you in a place where you become a poio. You become a poet of the word. Mm. So 
when you are a poet and somebody writes a poem, there is what is done in literature as literary appreciation. Yes. You can appreciate, you can appreciate whatever the person has written down. Yes. And it's a whole course on its own in secondary school. Otherwise, it will give you a poem. You wouldn't be able to understand the rhymings at the end. You wouldn't be able to understand the past tenses at the end. You will not be able to understand the literary devices that have been put into that poem, yeah. the richness of the language, just because you think it's just a poem and you're listening. And others would celebrate and clap. This is wonderful. You're like, ah, now what did he say? Because you can't appreciate it. So, Paul is writing, and Paul is saying that we that yes. are in the church, yes, we know perfectly, we know perfectly that the day of the Lord cometh, yes, and that this day of the Lord it cometh as a thief in the night. For when they, not us, not us, for when they shall say, not the church, so the church to, to the church, we are not talking the day of the Lord. To the church people, it, it was not coming as a thief in the night. No, 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 to us. No, no. the church was already in perfect knowing. So, when you read downwards, he tells them, For you are not of darkness, mm. you are in the night, mm. so that the day should not overtake you as a thief. Mm. By you, brethren, you are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. So why are you talking about the lost day, which is a day of darkness, and it is not night? Amos chapter 5, the verse number 8. It just pieces together. It pieces together. Old Testament, New Testament. They are all speaking the same language, the language of the prophets. He said, won't you that desire the day of the Lord? Mm. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness, not light. So if it is darkness and it is not light, and you are a child of light, why are you focusing on darkness? And then you begin to say, He will come. Yes, we know he will come as a thief. But it is not to us. Because we are in the light. And we operate by the light. Mm. But that day of the Lord is a day of darkness. It is not a day of light. Mm. And please, if you can settle this, you always point at people and say, What is you? What is you? Go and read the book of Isaiah. As I started out his ministry, woe is you, woe is you, woe is you. When he saw the glory of the Lord, he now realized, he said, woe is me, for I'm an undone, an unclean thing. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell amidst the people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. So you're always saying, woe is you, woe is, woe is who, who? To the believers? Woe is you to the believers? Hmm. So there are times when you watch television and you see somebody preaching to church people. Woe is you? Like, he doesn't know that he's accruing for himself. Romans chapter 2. <laughs> the verse number 9. The Bible says tribulation and anguish. Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. And God willing, I'll be explaining that kind of tribulation that comes on sad people. There are preachers, listen, you know, you know, it is not because it's a Bible. 
So you come and stand here, you begin to lambast everybody. You know that this thing that you are coming to talk about, it is a besetting sin. It's a besetting issue. So there is a way to talk about it. So Paul said, when one is weak amongst us, we should pray and help lift the person up. But in the same thing that you falter in Romans chapter 2, you, you tell people not to steal, then you steal. You tell people not to commit adultery, then you commit adultery. You have changed the game. You are not appearing before the beamer seat of Christ. Your judgment is different. Because you have used the law, you'll be judged by the law. Hmm. That's how come he said, woe is you, what you are doing. And thinkest thou this, oh man, that judges them which do such things and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. You think you will escape the judgment of God? Hmm. If you knew it, you would rather, when you see your brother sinning a sin which does not lead unto death, you will pray to God for him and God will give you life for him. Hmm. So you would go to that brother, strengthen the brother, Pray for the brother. Get him out. Rebuke him. But don't sit back there and say, the day of the Lord is coming. The, the, the day judgment. of the Lord is coming. Judgment is coming on you. What is your use? If ah. judgment comes, how will it benefit you? So that means that if any preacher appoints himself, that he's become the, 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 the judgmental anointed minister of his day. People, he's missed it. He's missed it. Oh. The word of God makes one sober. It does, pastor. It does. It does. It does. It does. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobing a Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.